Welcome back to Bit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hello. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. Happy birthday to you. (laughs) Happy birthday, dear Rob. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) It's so so weird it being like the day. I I know. It's your actual birthday right now. Yeah. Do you feel older? Wiser? No. Let's go with no. More it's, beautiful. Y- yes, every day I'm yes. just more and more stunning. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it's funny because like Todd, like I, I don't really typically give a lot of thought to getting older. And then Todd reminded me that this birthday, um, I am now uh, 18 twice. Yeah. So technically every day from here on, I have been an adult longer than I have been not an adult. Not an adult. Works out, though. I, I think I preferred the second 18 years to the first. Yeah, and I've come to terms with that last year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, but it's, 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 uh, it's odd to, yeah. to think about. Do you know what's more odd mm. is on your birthday, you brought me a card. <laughs> I just saw something and thought of you. He got me this really cute uh, Wonder Woman card. Uh, it's a Valentine's card. Yeah. Because Valentine's is around the corner. It is, and it says beautifully bold with Wonder Woman on it in like um like a three-tone shade, I guess you could say. Yeah, it's kind of like retro comic-y. Yeah. Kind of yeah, and it's super cute. Thanks, Rob. I even made a wonder pun in yes, there. Yes. Because you have to for Wonder Woman. It was wonder punny. Wonder Woman. <laughs> um, Thank yeah. you. I saw it, and I was just like, well, I have to get that. I know, and I'm going to have to frame it because it's gorge. <laughs> Um, night. What have you been up to? Uh, what have you been up to leading up to the big day? Oh well, the big day. Uh, nothing. Nothing really like super birthday focused. Todd got me my birthday slash Valentine's gift though, which is a new pair of sunglasses. Um, because yeah, we were talking about it, and since I've since my LASIK, I actually bought my first pair of like expensive sunglasses, uh-huh. and it's now been over a year, and I have not destroyed, broken, scratched lost those glasses yet and so i was like you know what maybe it's time to consider getting like a second pair of like nice sunglasses and so todd went and got my exact same frames just with um kind of a a blue reflective like a blue mirror lens so um you can't ask for anything better (laughs) i know they fit my face uh and so yeah so like now it's depending on what mood i'm in if i want to feel silver or blue did did i um tell that not that story but the facts I think I may have mentioned this, but the facts that men will not change anything they do or they use, like products, fragrance, underwear, it doesn't matter what it is. They will use the same brand slash product from the day they're born till the day they die, as long as they can still wear it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And it usually takes like a, a female influence to change their... Um, Intuition, I guess you could say. No, well, it's funny because I am very brand loyal. Well, and yeah. so I read along the same lines. I read an article a little bit ago saying that um, it was the headline was like, "We know exactly at which age you stop seeking out new music." Hmm. Twenty eight is what that article claimed, which it is kind of funny. I mean, like you know, I'm I'm always willing to listen to new music from like my favorite bands, and yeah. like I'm still discovering new music, so at least I feel like I'm not totally locked in my way. Mm-hmm. But if I'm just like not in the mood to be adventurous and i just want to listen to music i do tend to listen to shit from like yeah the early 2000s like when i was you know just graduating from high school and college like that era of music is what i default to of just like i just want to listen to something that is 
enjoyable to me. Yeah. On well, I got into country music when I was like 26. What? I know. So I was like at the cusp. Um, and so, but I love country now. Really? Yeah, I love like everything. I listen to the new stuff, the old stuff, the classics, Dolly, um, to Casey Musgraves, who just won at the. Uh, she won album of the year last night at the Grammys. Yeah, at the Grammys. It's like, what was it called? The Grammys. Yeah. And I love her music. And she's super queer friendly, too, which is magical. Well, even though, yeah, Rainbow is, has a very, very pro-LGBT yeah. message in it. And, like, that's why I really, like, I don't know a whole lot about her. I know she's been a judge on uh, Drag Race also. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, because she's very, right. yeah, she's very queer positive. And I have to say, I kind of enjoy the country crossover kind of thing, like, where it's more almost like folk with yeah. a country thing like I, I like nico case mm-hmm. and um what i've heard of casey musgraves i really like yeah um but yeah like that's a thing where i tend to i don't like country country that much but like i'm willing to ex- like especially um early dolly and like that sort of stuff where it's like it was country but not like that nashville sound from the, the late twang. 80s to yeah. early 90s i kind of can't boogie yeah i can't do, <laughs> i can't do a lot of country but um um yeah yeah. Uh, there was also something else I was going to say that happened at around that time. Mm. Not music. Freaking A. I need to write shit down because my brain's getting old. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, whatever. Maybe it'll come up. But yeah. No, it makes sense, though. That Oh, it's gonna, that's what I was going to say. So it makes sense that at our age, it's hard. Well, at least for me. Not for you, apparently. But for me to get into like new games, like video games. Mm. Because... I get stuck on one thing and I just don't want to get something new. Like I don't want to move on, but you can do that. I, I have kind a, of. I have an issue. <laughs> I mean, although I still have a lot of really bad habits. Like I was just talking to, uh, to John actually at work about it because, um, it took all of me to finish dead space. Like it took uh, all of me to get through that game. Yeah. And even then I think I told you like the only way I could finish it was to, make it as non-scary as possible. I had to play it on TV sound instead of surround sound. I played it during the day. The highest brightness. Yeah, I played it like, <laughs> during the day with the curtains open, so I had like sunlight pouring in the room. Um, I ended up taking my Xbox to my mom's house while I was doing laundry. So like... I was at my mom's oh, house you, yeah, I remember where she's this. like walking around doing errands, like asking if I need anything. Like there's constant interruptions. You could not be scared of this game if you tried. It's the only way I could finish it. And like I was just talking to him because like I want to play through Dead Space 2, which is a game that stresses me the hell out because I want to play Dead or Dead Space 3, which is doesn't look very scary at all, just so I can have a co-op experience with him. I would think that playing um resident evil 7 vr would be more terrifying than that i wasn't scared of dead space well so resident evil 7 i only did half of it in vr um and even then like i i yeah i was able to kind of get through resident evil 7 but like we were talking mostly about because i'm playing resident evil 2 right now oh yeah yeah and how like i keep hitting that point where like when i hit a good stopping point i'm like oh that's good and then it takes me days to come back. Like, I don't want to get back into yeah. that nightmare because they were like i keep i always buy these survival horror games and I finish so few of them. It's like probably my my least completed genre, but it's like my favorite genre to see what they're doing. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, just to, to play Fatal Frame and Clock Tower. God, Fatal Frame is so scary. Seriously, like, they're so scary, and I love them. And, like, uh, Fatal Frame 1, I've only gotten to Night 2. 
before I was like, we're done. Uh, even Five Nights at Freddy's can scare oh, me. Oh, fuck that noise. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, even, um, and then uh, Fatal Frame 2, Crimson Butterfly, I've only gotten, you know, like, barely even starting. I've gotten a little bit past, like, the a very upsetting cutscene that they played. And I was like, cool, we're done. I'll come back later. I never came back. No. So... It is kind of like my genre that I rarely finish. It took me a, a minute to get back into um, what was it? after after dark. No, that uh, was a screensaver. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. But no, the flying toasters—they did not scare me. <laughs> you sure? Um, Rami Malek. Until dawn. Until dawn. Thank you. Wow, getting old. I'm here to help. <laughs> it's a good thing you still have your wits about you. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, speaking of scary games yeah i play i watched a scary movie yeah two of them two scary movies so spoopy yeah um let's do halloween 2018 oh yeah the new one so you recommended it yeah, i you got borrowed caught up it from you because i watched it last week and it's good it was good it wasn't great yeah like yeah. it was as good as i felt like how the first one was good for its time yeah like it's weird it's kind of creepy but like not super scary but I remember the, liking it, you know? The one thing, I'm not going to, I'm just going to say it. Um, it's not really a spoiler, but there was this one quote that was kind of like a running theme in the movie. And Jamie Lee Curtis says it, and Jamie Greer, who plays her daughter, says Judy it. Greer. Or Judy Greer, yeah, sorry. that's no, all good. And um, it's it's not a cage. It's a trap. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's so stupid. <laughs> well, it's like, Todd and I... Because we knew what the other part of that phrase was. At least I did. Oh, I didn't. I was like, oh, God, please don't say it. And then she said it. And I was like, oh, that delivery sucked because I was waiting for it the entire movie. <laughs> like, Todd and I, um, if any, the one thing that kind of annoyed us a little bit in the movie, and like, because the movie is written by Danny McBride and uh, two other people. And like... There's something about, like, where they tried to create a little bit too much characterization on people that didn't need it. Like, when you when it cuts to a scene of two police officers talking amongst themselves in a car about what a banh mi sandwich is. Yeah, making like, stupid jokes. Yeah, I was like, I don't need this kind of levity. This is not Scream. Especially it's a Halloween movie. since they know that fucking Michael Myers is going to come their way. They would not be talking about eating a banh mi sandwich. Yeah, let's talk about what a banh mi sandwich is. It, it was, was like, the worst timing for a bad joke. And there's a couple scenes like that where people are suddenly just like, let's have a sidebar about a thing that I think is kind of funny. <laughs> and I'm like, you, this is not the movie. No. Like, and or the time. And also even, like, yeah, like, even if it was especially funny, which none of them really tickled me. No. Like, I just don't really feel like they they for giving a little bit of insight into some characters they're characters i didn't need insight on yeah these are these are just meat for the grinder the also the also other thing that kind of irked me wasn't like a deal breaker but jamie lee curtis's character i wish she was a little more empowered i know she's like empowered because you know she knows how to fight mm -hmm. in this one and she knows like what to ex expect if michael myers breaks out of his you know which he does which is the whole point of the movie yeah but she's like seen as a psychopath the entire movie like nobody is on her side until yeah. like all hell breaks loose and i'm like yeah okay but there's got to be some it's like a one note yeah so that kind of bugged me too but 
the part that really bummed me out were the two um podcasters at the beginning. I'm trying to think of the that. guy. They went oh, to yeah. the yeah the asylum. Yeah, I was like, I love the girl. <laughs> she was my favorite, and she had cute bo- booties on, like little boots. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so anyway, if anything's worth it, that part was amazing. And what was the other movie you watched? Candyman. Oh. Don't say it five times though. No, no, only once. <laughs> so, and uh, how was it? Like, when's the last time you'd seen it? I watched Can. Oop, I almost said it twice. Oh no. Um, I watched the movie. <laughs> Well, this is kind of funny. It was years ago with a hookup. I had not transitioned yet. I was in a dark space. And so I was like, whatever. So I went over to his place and we watched it, which is funny because we actually watched a movie. <laughs> but, um, and yeah, and that was the last time I saw it. But that was like six, seven years ago, eight years ago, maybe. It's so weird. The movie's 26 years old. I know. I remember the poster at the VA, the video store yeah. when I was a kid, and I was like, that's creepy. And then, isn't the sequel called Farewell to Flesh? Farewell to the Flesh, yeah. I didn't see that one. It's but not it stars very her, good. right? No, it's I mean, dif- different, different uh, actress. Yeah, the only person who I believe is still in it is Tony Todd. But isn't she like the main character, but it's after her death? No, it's still no? Candyman. Oh. I, b- I believe. I, I, it's been a long time. I only I saw it once. I always thought it was based on her. On because, Helen. Yeah, yeah Helen. No. I, I, I've only seen it once, and I think I saw it like right after it came out, like or when it hit like Showtime. Yeah. And I remember being really disappointed by it, and it because it felt very like backward, and that I was hoping it was be more Helen focused. And I think it's very Candyman focused, and it's in New Orleans, I think. Oh, oh, you know, I might like to see that because I am I'm reading The Witching Hour right now. Uh, well, but... and they made like three of them. There's a third Candyman movie. Oh, I believe I um, it too. And that one, because like Farewell to the Flesh, at least did go to theaters. The third one did not. That one was a straight to video, I believe. That makes sense. It's kind of like what happened to the Lost Boys. It just kind of lost its bearings. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the third one's called Day of the Dead. Um, oh, but yeah. The uh, the synopsis is the Candyman arrives in New Orleans and sets his sights on a young woman whose family was ruined by the immortal killer years before. Hmm. His voice scares me. It's so it's good. It's super creepy. Helen. Helen. <gasps> when he's in the parking garage and she's like, do I know yeah, you? But I'm late. Um, but I'm late. <laughs> so good. Um, that's like the beginning of everything. Yeah. yeah. Everything going crazy. Steven got spooked when um, Kenny Man's hook went through the, I'm, I think I've said it like at least five times now. I'm doomed. Um, through the mirror mm. of the um, yeah. bathroom. He so went, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. It's like, well, at least he got one good scare. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, cool. Oh, and then the third thing, um, Carmen Sandiego. Oh, did you cartoon. watch the show? I watched the first two episodes, which is like a two-parter of how it's called Becoming Carmen Sandiego, and it's like her backstory. It's mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. It's nothing, I, you know, it's exactly what I expected, so nothing special, mm. but it's cute. And the villains were kind of, it kind of reminds me of She-Ra oh, okay. in, like, the humor. Yeah. yeah. So. Nice. I liked it. Was I watched... but, oh, uh, but they're all, I guess they're making a live action, too. Oh, are they? Apparently, is it Gina Rodriguez who did the voice? Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're also filming a live action version starring Gina, actual Gina really? Rodriguez. Yeah. I did not know that. I, Yeah. So I didn't know that either, but then I read about it. So anyway, 
your nice. turn well, on your birthday. You get to go. <laughs> I, I saw some spooky stuff too. Todd and I watched the Rob Zombie Halloween. Oh yeah. Have you seen that? Mm, I maybe. We watched the director's cut of it, which I was actually kind of surprised and kind of turned off by elements of it. Um it's weird cuz I know a lot of people who are watching some of the Halloween movies around the sequel coming out last year and also just around Halloween. Mhm. And a lot of people posted about how they felt that the Rob Zombie Halloween was slightly problematic. And I didn't really understand why. I thought it had to do with, like, you know, child abuse or something. Uh, In the director's cut, which is the version we watched, Mm -hmm. because it's the only version that's on the Blu-ray set that we bought, um, there's, like, a long, like, not irreversible long, but, like, there's a long, aggressive, violent rape scene. And, like... I remember thinking, like, cool, like, I get the idea that, like, this woman's being, you know, sexually assaulted. I don't need to watch it for more than, honestly, 10 seconds to sort of get this point across. And it was uncomfortable. I was actually really turned off by it. It was very... Is that really also in his, um, The Devil's Rejects at the beginning with the clown character? Yeah. That was very uncomfortable. And I watched that movie with my dad, and I was like... (laughs) <laughs> I do have to say my hat's off to Rob Zombie in that he can make a movie where like just a family arguing with each other is deeply upsetting. It feels very visceral yeah. for just an argument or just people kind of picking at each other. He has a way about him. Like, I don't know if it's the casting or the way he directs them or if the way it was cut together or whatever. But mm-hmm. like, it's a very, it like, it's a movie that made me uncomfortable. Um, and so um, all we, like Todd and I, we're, we're down to just the sequel, Halloween 2 of Rob Zombies. And then we will have watched all 11 Halloween movies and we can move on. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, like that first one was also, I don't know. I had a hard time with, with it just because like he gave so much background on Michael and like, cause we were, t- I was talking about this with a, a friend today and like Michael Myers is actually referred to as the shape. I think typically like, People's okay. like, because he's not a person anymore. He's just a shape. Like, people are like, oh, there's the shape over there. And so, officially, that's what he's credited as, I believe, is even the shape. Really? And the Rob Zombie one gives you so much background about why he's so fucked up that, like, I empathized way too much with the character. Like, I was just like, he's not so much scary as it is he's a victim of his upbringing, almost, it feels like. And then, by the time they threw the cast of you know, uh, people that are supposed to die into the movie when you get to meet Laurie Strode and her friends, they were all awful people. I wanted them to die. I've never, like, I can't think of the last time a protagonist in a horror film, I was just like, cool, can she go? Like, let's kill her, please. I'm on the side of the murderer now. Have you seen the musical Wicked? Because then you'd know. (laughs) <laughs> what it's like <laughs> yeah i was i was shocked i was just like michael myers has always been such a uh a hum like he has no humanity so he is just a villain and now i'm like well even the humans in this movie are terrible yeah like let's do away with them so i know that was well weird. that's kind of he does the same thing though in the devil's rejects oh yeah where in was house of a thousand corpses his family is you just hate them so much and then he flips the script in Devil's Rejects when it don't is it the same family? I don't or, I don't know if they're actually like those movies are really I haven't seen House of a Thousand Corpses. Like oh I'll, yeah, it's one I haven't seen. Oh my gosh, you have to see it's so good. Is it? It's actually a really good film. I saw Devil's Rejects and I did not like it. 
Oh no, Devil's Rejects. No, Devil's Rejects is a sequel. I actually like Devil's Rejects. That's well, the one I like better. I'm going to recognize it does everything it does perfectly. I yeah. just really did not enjoy watching. Oh, I love that movie. But it makes me feel really sad for the um the bad guys in Devil's Rejects, which in House of Thousand Corpses, I'm just like I hate them so much. <laughs> I think it is the same family. It's a little bit skewed the story, but Hmm. Anyway, but um, Christopher Hardwick's in the first one. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, but then also I watched uh, the remake of Suspiria again. Still love it. And um, and then as a palette, I need to see that. It's good. I need to see the original. The original is a ma- is a classic. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Um, I haven't seen Black Swan either. Okay, this is just crazy. Now. <laughs> um. I'm going to keep just bringing you stacks of shit to watch. Okay. Uh, and then as a little bit of palate cleanser, um, we watched uh, Big Trouble. Have you seen that movie? Wait, with um, Dan Aykroyd? No. Tim Allen? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're thinking nothing but trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Have you seen Big Trouble, though? No. Oh, my God. It's so fun. It's based on a book written by Dave Barry, the humorist from Miami. Um, and the cast in this movie is nuts. It's uh, Tim Allen, Rene Russo, Janine Garofalo, Patrick Warburton, Stanley Tucci, Johnny Knoxville, Tom Sizemore, Ben Foster, Zoe Deschanel, DJ Qualls, Dennis Farina, um, Sophia Vergara, Jason Lee. So it came out last year? It came out in 2002. Oh, Sophia Vergara's in it? Yeah. Is that like, her first role ever? Is one of her first like big roles. Um and the movie is like super fun. It's really goofy. It's a total like screwball kind of thing. It's it's very funny though. And it's um, like a mixed nuts. Kinda. Okay. Yeah, I with like, like a giant yeah. cast and it's really funny. And um it was supposed to come out uh like I want to say October of two thousand one. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it has um a plot line involving a bomb on a plane. Ooh, and then yeah. So after nine eleven, it happened. got pushed to April of two thousand two, and it came out with no fanfare, made no money, no one saw it. It's a bummer because the movie is actually really funny. So I'm looking up the the packaging. It's like a fan of a like a handful oh, of the cast. Oh yeah, you know what? Actually, I might have seen this. I just don't remember it at oh, all. All right then, it's fun. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, so what else? Uh, the tidying continues. Um, Todd and I went uh, to Game Dude, and um, I sold. No Yep, and I sold like uh, we sold about three hundred and ten bucks worth of games. Wow! And then we went to Amoeba and sold one hundred and fifty bucks worth of uh, music. We and, could you uh, making money? Yeah, so like we're still uh, just you know doing a bit of a, a purge, which is nice. Um, what else happened? Oh, my backpack from Waterfield arrived. So Ooh, yeah, the same company that made my Switch and my 3DS case, they have a really cute new backpack that they just released. Uh, and mine arrived on um, Friday. And it's so nice. I love it. Yeah, it's super nice. Yeah, I don't look like a student or a tourist. No, you look like a professional. Yeah, I can't wait to travel with it tomorrow. Because tomorrow I'm flying to Vegas to be the voice of God for the Dice Awards. Oh my what? gosh. That's amazing. But do you know it'd be even more amazing is if you did the voice of the God of the God. The voice of the God. <laughs> the voice of God like Helen. Helen. 
Jessica Choba. Yeah, please welcome <laughs> Jessica Choba. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna. That might scare people. Yeah, no, we're not gonna do It'd that. Scare me. Uh, but yeah, so uh, everyone, um, this episode what comes out the day of the award show. So um, if you're listening today, uh, tonight at eight o'clock Pacific time, it will be streaming uh, via Twitch and probably, I imagine, it'll be hosted on like IGN and Kotaku and a bunch of other places too. But I imagine they're all probably going into the Twitch stream. So. Take a take a watch and a listen, for, and you will hear uh, a voice that you hear talk too much all the time. Which you'll love. It'll be great. It'll be like the same but different, because right? I won't be there, so it won't be as good, but <laughs> it'll be fine. Um, you'll get through it. <laughs> but yeah, so um, I'm excited about the Dice Awards. I'll be fun. Nice. But yeah, that's all I've been up to, though. Very cool. Playing anything? Um, Not... Nothing really too new. Like, I'm still pushing forward in Resident Evil 2, the remake. Um, still making some good progress. But, yeah, like, progress with some breaks in between because, you know, it's stressful. Yeah. Um, still playing more Ocarina of Time on the 3DS. Um, finally mm-hmm. got through the Forest Temple. Uh-huh. So now I have to do the Fire Temple next, I think. It's a lot of temples. There's still, like, five more to go. My body is my temple. My body is a wonderland. <laughs> I'd rather have a Wonderland than a like, temple. There was a funny meme I saw where it was like, "Yeah, my body's my temple. It's old, it's crumbling, and uh, possibly haunted." <laughs> <laughs> Mine's definitely haunted. <laughs> um, and then also this weekend, I played a little bit of the Division Two beta. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What'd you think? I liked it. I mean, I like the the world of the Division. Um, to be honest, I miss New York City. Like, I liked the New Where's York. Where's this one? This is Washington D.C. <laughs> In the uh, spring. Ooh. And so I liked the New York in the winter kind of setting. I really liked that setting. It worked Wait, did it have Christmas trees? Uh, I think there might have been some. But, like, I mean, it's a pretty devastated New York. Did you go to the Bergdorf Goodman windows and look at all the magic that's happening inside them? I, I'll i just say no. Or shop in Saks Fifth Avenue during Christmas. It's the most beautiful sight you've ever seen. Have you ever played The Division? No. Okay, then, yeah. You, no. It's not cheerful? The whole idea of, the, like, do you know what the story of The Division is? <gasps> I bet it's not as happy as I'm expecting it to be. Yeah, it's a man-made virus that is spread on Black Friday via money, and it completely, like, kills most people in New York. Well, that doesn't sound like the game I thought I'd play, David. <laughs> David. David. Um, so, yeah, Division 2 takes place the following spring in D.C., and um, they done a lot of stuff to sort of push all their systems forward and like it's a seems like a more fully featured game um for me i had a good time but i would have had a better time if i played with friends so um i'm kind of curious about the full so game. you're asking me to play maybe i i was gonna play, <laughs> I was gonna play it on xbox fuck you well, I was gonna play it on xbox <laughs> because um, oh, boo. because there's gonna be all sorts of like neat little features for or like you know, and little upgrades and touches for the xbox one x gotcha well huh, that's all fine and fucking dandy but i'm playing a game too that's different from my huge what you playing Ugh, Apex Legends. I'm one of those, one of those 10 million that got on the band the bandwagon. You sound thrilled. How is it? Um, well, I um we had a group of 3. Actually, I was supposed to play with Bud, and then we couldn't get together at the same time, and so then we never got actually got to play together, but I did play with 
Stephen and Ed Jericho. And well, I think we are both, we are all three under the same um, judgment. Yeah. That it's not great. Oh. <laughs> Well, because we don't like Battle Royale so much. Yeah. Well, so I'm kind of curious how I'll feel about it because I like the Titanfall combat. Yeah. But Battle Royale as a game mode has never really thrilled me that much. It's probably the best of the three battle, like the main Battle Royales. Mm-hmm. Other than, I know, I've i never played like H1Z1. I mean, like, the, I'd say probably the three big ones right now are Call of Duty Blackout, PUBG, PUBG and Fortnite. And Fortnite. And now Apex Legends. Yeah, so I would say, um, I would, for me, it's the best of all the worlds because I don't have to build shit. Yeah. There's more stuff to, like, it's an easier navigation system than PUBG is and some of the other ones. And it um, helps you select the better weapons easier. Oh, that's good. So, like, if the weapon you come across is better, you can automatically pick it up. Okay, just Whereas, yeah, instant equip kind of thing? Exactly. Where if it's not, you can have the option of, like, oh, well, maybe I like this shotgun better than this stronger, yeah. heavy automatic or whatever. So, um, the Peacekeeper, they have the same names, according to Steven, as they do in... Titanfall 2. Exactly. So, yeah, it was good. Um, You could play, like... Well, when you start out, you get about five different types of characters you could play. Well, five different characters. And they each have a different set of specials. Mm-hmm. So one's a healer. One's like stealth. One is um, shields. So they they kind of have... You have your character classes. The classes and like some special powers that go with it. Yeah. That are rechargeable. And um, yeah, it's... Um, you can't wall climb or you can't wall slide in it, but you can slide on the ground for long oh, distances. Oh, okay. So I'm thinking maybe that would be something they add in later. Because, yeah, wall running, I think, would be part of the, like, the biggest appeal of what Titanfall yeah, did. Yeah, I wonder why, but maybe it just got too confusing. Maybe, because like, the rocket jumps and, and wall runs are always like the best. Right. So maybe that'll be just something they add as a bonus later on, because they can always add that in, probably. Yeah. Um, and... The world is kind of bland, mm. if you ask me. There's nothing that great to it, but hopefully they'll add on some new component, like nice looking components later on. Yeah. And um, yeah, uh, but yeah, play it. I recommend if you like Battle Royale, definitely play it. Nice. I mean, the rest of the world is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on Twitch, I looked last night and there was like 275,000 people Streaming? watching. Oh, watching? watching um apex legends and then in second place which i've never seen this whole past year was uh league of legends with like 90 something thousand and then in third place was fortnite with like seventy five thousand. wow and they had always beaten league of legends but now apex legends took all their viewers. Wow. <laughs> and it was crazy to see, yeah, uh, Fortnite as third place now. That's so crazy. Yeah. And the the top streamer um, for Apex Legends, it, his name was Shroud, I think. I think he's um, a Fortnite, like, professional player. Oh, really? And so he was streaming. He had 97 thousand people watching him jesus i can't even imagine that many eyes like watching 
me play something. It was crazy. I couldn't even fathom it. And then poor little Overwatch had like 15,000 people. <laughs> so hopefully that come, it gets better once the, the league is up the again. The league starts. Yeah. I hope. Because Overwatch is still my favorite, but I don't well, know. Well, I feel like season two of the, the you know, eSport should help. Yeah, I think so too. So, yeah. Um, is it time for us to learn? Oh, and just oh. a side note. Steven yeah. um, play, finished Red Dead 2. Ah, yeah, he went through the epilogue and everything. So Damn. he's one hundred, well, hundred percent it, but he finished it. Yeah, but I don't know if I will ever finish that game. I, I might come back upon my deathbed when I'm in the hospital. I have nothing else to do. Yeah, I'll make that. Joke. <laughs> I'll make the joke I always do. Yeah, when I break both my legs. Yeah, like that, it could happen. But me, unlike you, I like the western scene so yeah. it's a little bit i'll play probably before you <laughs> um it is time for the word of the week but we don't have one. Oh, all right then let's just keep moving then. but the oh. word of the week could be happy birthday to you <laughs> all right then well thank you you're welcome so i feel so celebrated today like everyone at work even like you know, was all making a big to do about it. It's it very nice. Really? Like, I typically don't really do a whole lot for my birthday, especially when, you know, it's, some people are like, "How's your day going?" And I was like, "It's fine." Hashtag birthday on a Monday. Like, it's oh yeah, yeah. It's you a know, Monday. My birthday happens on Monday a lot, but oh, but it's close to Labor Day. Mine's on Labor Day. Yeah, so you get usually. like, so you get a nice little holiday. Yeah. Back when um, Lincoln's birthday was a holiday. Oh my god, remember that? I used to occasionally get that day off because Lincoln's birthday is tomorrow. I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. Why don't we do that anymore? Because uh, they became, uh, we used to get Lincoln and Washington's birthday off. Now we just get the equivalent of Washington's day off for President's Day. Gotcha. I combine them. Oh, by the way, today I found out a new person that I share a birthday with. Because, like, there's a lot, there's a lot of famous people that I share a birthday with. Hmm. Like, it's weird. Like, there's a bunch. Like, uh, <laughs> Just top of my head, Jennifer Aniston, Leslie Nielsen, Tina Louise. <gasps> Leslie? Yeah. That's my homegirl. No, Leslie Nielsen. I know. Oh, okay. Little boy. Yeah. <laughs> From um, Will and Grace. Oh, no. Leslie. That's Leslie Jordan. Les- oh, yeah. Leslie Naked Gun. Nilsley- yeah, Leslie okay, Nielsen that's is Naked not, Gun. Okay, that's not my guy. Leslie um, Jordan's my guy. <laughs> uh Thomas Edison, Brandy, Kelly Rowland, Taylor Lautner, Sarah Palin. Ew. Uh, Wait, is Leslie Jordan still alive? Yes. Thank um, God. Burt Reynolds, uh, Cheryl Crow, Mike Shinoda. Like, there's just a, there's a pile of them. Um, it's they're all of... very creative people too. Yeah, and then except um, Sarah Palin. Today, yeah, she's the worst. Well, she's very creative, uh, just in all the wrong ways. Yeah, she just makes shit up all the time. <laughs> That's true. Um. The uh, but like the one I found out today that I did not know about was um, Shuhei Yoshida, the head of PlayStation. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that we shared a birthday. That makes sense. I was really excited about that. That's pretty cool because I like him. I got to interview him once. He's super cool. I remember. I was so excited. That's very cool. Um. Anyway, so well, thank you for that word of the week. Speaking of, um, you're welcome. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, Leslie Jordan not dying. Okay. Leslie Nielsen. Leslie wow. Nielsen is dead. I'm so confused right now. Naked Gun, Leslie Nielsen, is dead. And he's the one who shares your birthday. Yes. That's who I meant to ask. Different, different year, but yes, we share a birthday. 
Wow, born, Rob. Yeah, he was born February 11th, 1925. <laughs> That's who I meant <laughs> just to ask if he was dead. Leslie Nielsen is very much dead. I know Leslie dead. Jordan's not dead. That's why I was like, huh? I don't know, <laughs> but I, I think he's alive. Yeah, Leslie, Leslie Nielsen <laughs> oh is dead. Oh my goodness. My brain is fucked. Okay. Speaking of him being deceased, unfortunately, yes. did you hear who passed away two days ago? Maybe three now? Oh, I think I should know this. Ooh. Albert Finney Jr. I did hear about that. Daddy Warbucks. Daddy Warbucks. Yeah. I love him. I always thought he was my own dad growing up. But you got a dad. Then He's I awesome. realized my dad can't sing. <laughs> so it can't be him. Your dad is otherwise excellent. Yeah. I mean, I can't yes. vouch for him. And his he's lack also of Republican, just like him. So it all made sense. <laughs> Your dad's awesome anyway. Yeah. Well, other than that, he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess I had a real quick vinyl frontier. Yeah. Um, it's time for the birthday vinyl frontier. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> so uh, at Amoeba, after trading in a bunch of stuff over the weekend, I ended up turning some of it into new stuff, um, including uh, the soundtrack to the Hollow Knight expansion, Gods and Nightmares. Uh, in this, It's a beautiful picture desk. It's very nice. And also the soundtrack to the black and white pixel art game Minute. The one I talked about a little bit ago where you yeah. only play for 60 seconds at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Soundtrack to that, which is a nice little chiptune piece. Cute. So, yeah. The Vinyl Frontier continues. Well, I'm glad you stopped right there because you hit no traffic. All right, then. <laughs> because you shouldn't have stopped. Well, let's- You we'll should s- keep going. We'll keep driving. Let's go into some news. Oh, right. Uh, I have zero. I have, there you I, go. <laughs> I have two things. Neither of them are video game related. Well, then go for it. Um. So, uh, some good news- for for me, I suppose. Uh The Simpsons has been renewed for seasons 31 and 32. Oh nice. It will continue to be the longest running primetime series ever. 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 Don't their hands get tired of drawing all those cells? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Korean uh animators. <laughs> yeah. I imagine so. <laughs> I mean, it's funny if you just listen to if you listen to the show now, you can tell the voice actors are getting tired. <laughs> but like, I mean, thirty two years, your voice you, changes quite a right? bit. Yeah, Marge doesn't sound like Marge. Marge and, homie. and Bart is sounding more and more like a middle aged woman because <laughs> he is. Wait, they, do they still do the Halloween specials? Yeah. So they must be even scarier now. Uh, no, the their <laughs> Halloween episodes have changed. In the um, last probably like 10 years or so, they've gone more into just uh, film parody. So like they've won. I mean, like it's just an excuse for them to break the rules, possibly kill a character. They're not really scary anymore. Uh, but bummer. like they'll do like, you know, a Transformers themed one where like, you know, they're not afraid to kill characters because it's not canon. But like. It's literally like a Transformers parody. Like, I want to say that one started by calling itself Transmorphers, and then it changes into a thing that says Untitled Robot Parody. But, like, because it takes six to nine months to animate an episode of The Simpsons, their Halloween episodes aren't... I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought they did it, like, by the week. (laughs) No, that's South Park that gets animated in six days. Simpsons takes six to nine months to make an episode. So they still hand-draw The Simpsons? Uh, There is a digital uh, workflow in it now, but um, it may have gotten faster. But um, as of right now, if you look at any episode of The Simpsons, whenever they make a movie reference, the movie is usually at least a year old. I have a feeling that for the next Halloween Simpsons special, 
They're going to do the scary stories to tell in the dark. Spoof. Oh, it would be so cool. And then you'll get your scary ones again. I hope so. With the aliens and the um, Native American burial grounds that the house is built on. and they, All the good stuff we missed. Because seriously, like, the original Treehouse of Horrors episodes were so good. And they were actually like legit creepy for a while before they just got funny. I love the one with uh, Mr. Burns as Dracula. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the shadow does the yo-yo. Yeah. Oh, my favorite is just at the very end where, like, he has to go kill him. Is like, all right, now drive the stake directly into his heart. Die, vampire. Get bang, bang, bang. Dad, that's his crotch. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, or even, like, when Bart is a vampire and, like, uh, Grandpa comes running into the house with, like, a, a stake and a mallet. He's like, quick, we have to kill the boy. How'd you know he's a vampire? He's a vampire. <laughs> and he, like, runs out the door. Yeah. Oh. Classic. That's classic. <laughs> so good. So anyway, yeah. Like, two years to two more years of The Simpsons. Even when they're not great, I still like them. Yeah. Um, and then the other bit of news I have, um, I figured you might actually be excited about this one. Marvel and Hulu are teaming up to make four animated series what? aimed at adults. Uh, what? And those series are going to be about Howard the Duck. Oh, my God. Hitmonkey, villain Modok, which I've never heard of that, hmm. and Tigra and Dazzler. Oh, wow. And, and then they're going to do, uh, I believe, a supergroup show of them called The Offenders. Not The Defenders. No, The Offenders. The Offenders. <laughs> uh, and um, it looks like some of the talent they've tapped to get these things made, Kevin Smith, Patton Oswalt, and Chelsea Handler. But why Patton Oswalt? <laughs> He's a comedian. I know. That's all. <laughs> but anyway, so um, well, I was mostly curious about Chelsea Handler. Yeah, that's uh, pretty good. But um, but yeah, like I'm. Can I'm we get Fortune in there also? I'm excited about Kevin Smith. I love Fortune. You know, getting involved in doing a Howard the Duck series. Yeah. So that'll be fun. I love the movie. Right. If it's too hot, get out of the kitchen or whatever he says. It's like, all I remember about that movie is the bad guy at one point going, yeah, shut up. Yeah, shut up. But like, yeah, I don't remember much about that movie, except I remember loving it as a kid and then finding out everyone hated it as an adult. And I'm like, was it bad? And I haven't watched it since. It's good still. Yeah. In my mind. I haven't watched it in a long time either. (laughs) It was still on VHS when I saw it and it was a recording. That was one of those. So it had like. The commercial breaks. Oh, so I remember <laughs> renting it uh, back when my sister and I lived in Vegas. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So that, that's all the news I have. Well, I have um, one other thing for news to yes. say. Um, since the Dice Awards is live. Yes. And you can comment because it's Twitter. I think everybody should wish Rob a very happy birthday on the Dice Awards stream tomorrow. Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> Tonight. Yes. <laughs> Not tomorrow. Feel free to, to tweet me all you want. My phone will probably be off because no, I have no, to focus. No, no, no. Not tweet oh, you. Oh, on the, on the awards. On the stream? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see if anybody... Uh, but no, you don't have to do that. It's cool. No, you do, actually. In bold caps. So it stands out with like little emojis. Don't make it weird. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> We want Rob to be the the most popular voice of God ever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's the time for the crush, crush of the week. 
Crash. 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 I guess so. Crash. That seems very, yes, adamant. Yes. <laughs> Let's crush someone. Well, who Let's crush two cru- people. Okay. Hmm. Can you imagine? Let's smash them. Oh, that way. Yeah. I was thinking a threesome. Oh, oh, sure. <laughs> Who's your crush? Uh, Birthday boy. Mine. Uh, oh, my God. I was so desperately searching for one. I was out of people. Uh, so I decided to go with Zangief. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good one. Right? Like, I, it's funny. Like, I was trying to think of, like, which characters out there are known for having rocking chest hair. Because I'm still disappointed that Kano does not have any anymore. Zang- they have a couple versions of him, though. Different skins. Of Kano? Of Kano. Well, I mean, cl- like, Kano, like, one or two games ago, super, like, you know, yeah, furry and, and awesome. The new one's a little hairless. But he's mm-hmm. also, like, way fit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Zangief, big, burly, hairy man who will give you a big hug. Yeah, he will. Slash a pile driver uh, with your head into the ground. But um, but he will also give you a good hug. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think I want his hugs. My head might pop off. Yeah, seems a little dangerous. Yeah. But you know, it's like if like if I was going to have a crush earlier of uh uh what Hagar or Hagar from Final Fight, seems only fair that Zangief has a chance. Since Zangief is your crush, what are your thoughts on T Hawk? Um, because they have almost the same body type. He just has more clothes. Yeah, I I mean, not your thing. No, not as much. I do like T-Hawk's nose. I'm actually kind of fascinated by just that sort of, like, super statuesque nose he has. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, yeah. I don't it's know. very Apache. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, my crush of the week is, you already know, but <laughs> John Marsden yes. from Red Dead Redemption 2. Not the first one. Oh. Because he was not as stylized. Uh, Two. You play him in the epilogue. And at the very beginning of the game, if you haven't played it yet, too bad I'm going to spoil it because it's in the first like half hour of the game, you save him in Red Dead 2. Yeah. Yeah. I did that already, I believe. Okay, good. Then you're up to date. <laughs> so, um, he, well, you can change his clothes, so you can make him however hot you want him to be. You can give him a haircut, which I prefer a beard. And I like the pomade you could put in his hair to make it nice and slick. And I didn't realize he has to dress NPCs. No, you play as him in the epilogue. Oh, in the epilogue. My bad. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So if I just gave something away, sorry. Too bad. Mm. Everybody else already bought it, so you should have played it by <laughs> now. Um, and he's got a really tight butt that I want to spank. All right, then. It's probably from all that horse riding. Oh, yeah. You got to build a firm hiney? Sure. <laughs> wow, I had too much wine. Okay. Um, oh, uh, actually, a very important bit of housekeeping, by the way, because I did get some texts from Nick about the last oh. podcast. Um, so apparently, we had 100% of our facts about the Super Bowl very wrong. It wasn't the Seahawks? It, it was never the Seahawks. Oh. <laughs> but, like, remember how I was like, oh, yeah, they're playing in Atlanta because the Atlanta Falcons won last year. <laughs> I was wrong. It was the Philadelphia Eagles that won last year. Okay. <laughs> and I guess uh, he was saying that, like, it's like the Olympics. Um, they travel around stadiums. Just a like, random stadium. It's already, like, planned ahead of time, like, because it's a big tourist kind of draw 
to get people into that to a particular city for the Super Bowl. So I guess it was going to be in Atlanta no, no matter, matter what. what. <laughs> and the Falcons did not even go to the Super Bowl last year. But what happened to the Seahawks? The Seahawks, I don't think, were there either. Oh. The Rams were. Th- this year, the Rams were there. Oh. This year, it was the Rams versus the Patriots. <laughs> and last year... Hold on, I'm gonna double check this because I got it so wrong. I just feel it's perfect for us not to know one damn fact about this thing. <laughs> it, it does seem appropriate. Like yeah. I'm never going to pretend to ever be a football guy. No. Yeah, last year was the Eagles versus the Patriots. That and the Eagles are from Philadelphia. Pretty amazing. They have never been the Seahawks. Um speaking of sports. We should mention that Overwatch, the season, the second season, is happening. The first day is, I'm looking it up right now. One second. First day of Overwatch League season two is February 14th, so Valentine's Day. Oh, wow. It's so soon. Yeah. So we're going to get Philadelphia Fusion versus the London Spitfire at 4 p.m. And then New York Excelsior versus Boston Uprising 530. Soul Dynasty versus Los Angeles Gladiator 7 and Shanghai Dragons versus the new Hanzu Spark. Crazy. At 8.30, which apparently everybody loves the Hanzu Spark. Really? Like, every player that's, like, an Overwatch League player has, like, their little player profile has changed to the Spark logo. Really? It's really weird. I don't know what the the deal is, but... Well, I'm sad my outlaws aren't playing that Uh, night. They'll be February 15th. Good. Toronto uh, Defiant. Oh, playing as a new team. Houston Outlaws at 4 p.m. Nice. Oh, and also, I believe if, um, sorry, um, Guildhall in Burbank, if anybody's in LA, is doing, um, especially on Saturday the 16th, because um, LA Valiant's playing and it's kind of like their official bar, that they're doing a thing on Saturday the 15th at the, yeah, Guildhall. Saturday so. the 16th. Sorry, yeah, the 16th. Thank you. Um, well, and on the 15th, uh, just saying, everyone out there should go get Far Cry New Dawn. I've been working, <gasps> yes. I've been working hard on the uh, campaign. Yes, and, yes, yes. And uh, you should go get it. It looks fabulous. It is fabulous. And I love the color scheme. It is pretty yeah, cool. So. so anyway, so that's all. Um, yeah, and you guys may have noticed this was a, a bit of a short one. Um, was it? How are we? No, we're at 50 minutes. Oh, uh, we didn't do it we we blew past our goal of 45 steven shaking his head yes i said we'd do it in 45 minutes well a little bit faster than normal um because uh it's your birthday it's my we'll birthday just say that i gotta get home i gotta pack and uh i'm afraid i'm fighting a cold so i'm trying not to talk too much yeah too bad <laughs> um so you can follow me at sitting the dream on instagram twitter and at Satine on Twitch. Or you can follow me at Fast Danger on Twitter or at Mr. Gladstone on Instagram and Twitch. What am I talking about? Or you should also follow. Me. Yes. All of the above. Yeah. Um, you can follow the podcast at Bitdiff Podcast on um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Um, and you can write us an email at bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com. We try to have new episodes every Wednesday. We do our best. And uh, would you kindly follow, rate, and comment in iTunes and Google Play and smash that subscribe button in Spotify. Yes. Thank you so much. And have a great night. And happy birthday, thank Rob. You. And watch the Dice Awards. Yeah, tune into the Dice Awards. Tonight. And chowsies. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.